0: What's up, guys? It's your host, WideOpLeezy, here with another Sewer Dwellers podcast. I'm here with the host, always, Chub Chub.
1: What's up, everybody? How y'all doing?
0: Before we get into this one, we want to take a time to shout out Anchor for making it easy to podcast and let us do what we do. We salute you. Before we uh, get into some topics on the world and shit, I want to hit you off with something. So, like, you know, it's Saturday night. What, what's your favorite type of liquor to get down with on a Saturday night when you're just trying to chill and relax and have a good time?
1: When I'm just trying to chill and relax, I just drink some beer, really. I mean, that, that does me pretty good.
0: So you're saying you don't drink alcohol?
1: No, I do drink alcohol. I mean, if I'm in the mood to, like, really well, get down.
0: that's what I'm trying to say. I should well, have said that well, a little bit better. If, you, no, if that's... I'm at home
1: chilling, I'm drinking some beer. But if I'm out having a good time, I'll have a couple shots at the bar. Yeah, you know I mean, but half the time I end up taking too much. You know how that goes.
0: Yeah, but when we're talking shots, that's what I should have said in the yeah. beginning. When we're talking alcohol, if you do drink it, what are you drinking? What's your drink that you usually go for?
1: Uh, I don't know, man. Really, I just go for whatever, but Soco fifty percent of the time.
0: Yeah, you know I mean. Yeah, to be honest with me, I don't, I'm not too sure if I even ever tried that. Me, um. More or less the e brandy type of guy.
1: Yeah, you like that apple.
0: E&J. Yeah. I've been drinking that for about four or five years now. That's about all I drink, but I feel you on that one. See, when I'm... I'm
1: not the type to stick with the same drink. You know what I mean? Like if crime rolls go around, I'll drink that. I mean, I'll drink fucking Bacardi, fucking 100, 151 or Patron, whatever it is.
0: Don't get me wrong. If I'm at a party, you know what I mean. Right, Somebody offers me saying. something, yeah, I'll like, drink. That's but what I said, if, if I'm going get down, that's how I do it. If yeah. I'm going to the store to buy me something, I'm grabbing the N J Apple. That's just that's just what I go for. I know right. I know my limits with that. You feel me? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, but if I'm just, like, chilling home, it'd be beer or twisted tea or something light. you know what I mean? I don't really do much. I don't be damn paying me be doing too much.
0: Alright, so, there's a location. I'm not gonna say the name, because we're gonna leave that for another podcast. But, uh, there's a story that you brought up while we were down here. And, uh, you told me I probably should tell this. It's the time that we ordered Pizza. (laughs) <laughs>
1: you really want to go there? Okay.
0: I guess we're gonna go there. We said we was gonna give some raw shit. So I remember we was chilling at this specific house, always a popping party going on, and uh, dude went to go order some pizza. He ordered like five of them, and they straight chub chub had the money. The guy gave him the money, so chub chub gave the guy the money. He gave him the pizza, or he get he, the guy gave him the pizza and. Uh, he gave them to the guy in the house. There was like five or six of them, and they gave him the money. And I looked at the guy, and I was like, you want a tip? And he was like, yeah. So me, Chubb, and another buddy wasn't supposed to fucking show him, flash our balls. You know what I mean? If you ever seen the movie Waiting, <laughs> you know what we was really on. But everybody thought it was funny for nobody to show their balls besides Bleasy.
1: That was my plan from the rip, you know what I mean?
0: Not right. to mention Chubb was fucking pushing me down the fucking ramp. And the guy said, come here. I want to see your balls. <laughs> he was mad as shit. Yeah, he was ready to fucking. you
1: balls again. Come here, motherfucker. And all this other shit.
0: I was just telling Chubb the other night. I was like, what the fuck would you do if he would have knocked me the fuck out?
1: I told you the fuck I'd do. I'd have swung on him. The fuck?
0: I would hope so. You Make know
1: what? Haven't I swung for you before?
0: Yeah. Just can't
1: sit here and say I haven't.
0: All right. right. Let's, let's talk about. Let's talk about a town like that, huh, that i'm a I'm gonna mention a time and you'll explain the story all right since all right. since uh the last one we was on some game shit, all right, so there's a boy, and there's three boys. you know the three boys, me you and one other person. There was somebody down by the school talking some smoke.
1: oh yeah, I remember that shit, and uh we we were supposed to meet up out front of there. And uh, we meet up out front to school or whatever. And I didn't even get a chance. It was supposed to be me to do it. I didn't even get a chance to touch him homeboy we was with, plucked this dude so hard I felt bad I couldn't even really hit him. That was crazy. I never forget that shit.
0: Don't try to front. front. You did it. You you got like one or two in there. I was supposed to get some too, but
1: I mean, I feel bad, honestly. You know what I mean? Some shit you feel bad about, you know. I don't know.
0: All right, so talking about fight stories, you guys need to tell me.
1: I mean, yeah, I got one actually at the same place where you was showing the fuck pizza man your balls. I <laughs> got another fight there. I'm not even going to get into detail about it because it's personal shit. But uh, pretty much pulled up to where I was at. And the man told him he wouldn't, but he did. So he pulled up to where I was at and uh, would go out front, right out front the door and just start going at it. And I hit this dude so hard, dude. You know, his tooth, like, split the palm of my hand the way I hit him. I hit him with, like, a side fist. I mean, I don't even know. But somehow, I cut my hand open and shit. So, anyway, we, we fucking scrap whatever. He gets in a car, rolls out. Actually, another dude, actually him too, but I'm not even getting into that neither. So, he gets in a car, roll out down the street. And one dude at the house ran down the street, chasing at a gas station, started kicking the shit out of this dude's car. I felt bad for that. But I didn't feel bad because, I mean, we scrapped, did what. Did what he came to do and what I told him come to do. So at the end of the day, I feel bad his car got in it. but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I, I can definitely say coming yeah. up, a lot of people talked about shit, but really wasn't about shit. And I was right. gonna say, I mean, <laughs> the,
1: I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I've come across some people who were about their shit. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, there's been times where I wasn't even with you, and you've been in some situations. You well, I mean? well, well, you that, even got to speak on it. That's what know. I was
0: gonna say. What I was gonna say is, you know, coming up, me and you, we were always about our business. If we said we was pulling up, we was pulling up. Yeah, there was no yeah. doubt about it.
1: Right, because there was times where we knew our place, and we didn't say we was gonna pull up because we knew not to. But yeah, you know I mean, then, you know, what I mean, that's just how it goes. You we were all who you're dealing with, and you know what I mean. And who we knows? were
0: always smart enough to know to right. w- when to hold them and fold them. And
1: exactly, and it's all about who you know. You know what I mean, that's what I come to. Because I've been in some shitty-ass situations coming up, shit that I shouldn't even have been
0: in. Oh, yeah, but one thing I can say is we always bounce back. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no doubt. I mean, shit rolls downhill and the wind blows it over, so shit flies over time.
0: I'm just going to speak on a little bit, something that you would probably know about. I'm not going to say too much on it, but there was a group, maybe I knew about it, maybe you knew about it, NBK.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Know anything about that? Yeah,
1: you know I know about
0: that. Yeah. Green.
1: Green. Yeah, definitely. green.
0: Yeah, we did a lot of wild shit back in the day.
1: Dumb shit. <laughs> I mean, that's back thinking thinking we knew everything. We didn't.
0: I don't know if we ever touched on it. I think maybe once or twice, but like Skateland, I remember that was like big in them days.
1: Well, yeah, because people were holding groups there, but it, it was just a bunch of folks. I mean, we were a part of it, just a bunch of teenagers thinking they're gangbanging and shit. Yeah, well, it's not, all about whose crew was tougher. I mean, that's just how it is.
0: Well, I mean, I never really looked at it as And like we wasn't the toughest. I'm
1: not going to sit here and lie on it. I mean, I'm not saying we were gang banging either, but... And you hang with a crew. No, you know what I mean? No, a I wasn't, was I wasn't denying that, but what yeah. I was
0: saying is I felt like more, if anything, we were a brotherhood because right, exactly. we were like, we were just you know crew. what I mean? If you wanted a fair fight, best believe, but if you was bringing people to fucking bank one person, best we believe, you know, know what I mean? To, we was right, coming. That's
1: what I'm saying. We was a group, you know what I mean?
0: But yeah, yeah we definitely had some people. Shout out to uh, Ducky the Plug. Good friend.
1: Yeah. I oh, mean. Yeah.
0: Them nights are wild. I remember going down there being like, maybe like 16, 17, probably a little younger than that, maybe anywhere from 15 to 16, going down there fucking back in the day, fucking drinking pucker, little pints of pucker, <laughs> yeah. fucking getting fucked up, going to the all-nighters and fucking skating home from skate land and shit, probably like a, what, what would you say, like 10, 15 minute fucking ride.
1: Yeah, pretty much, shit. I know, I remember I'd go down there and blow $100 just sitting there eating all night, everybody else skating, I'm just chilling.
0: Hell yeah, but, <laughs> but that Star Wars game was pretty legit, <laughs> I spent a lot of money in the little arcade and shit. Yeah, be
1: fucking around, we just hung out really, but I mean, I skated too, I had fun skating, enjoying skating coming up, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, this podcast right here is really just about like literally like the name's shooting the shit.
1: Yeah, we ain't doing much, but if you want to hear it, it's here, you know?
0: Yeah, so uh, I want to talk about on some days when we were younger, just running around.
1: Just running around doing nothing?
0: Yeah, nothing. Yeah, Literally nothing. The, on
1: the, a couple of podcasts ago, I said something about Reggie Bush, and if you know what a Reggie Bush is. That, that goes back to just running around days. Because once when, when your best friend looks at you and screams Reggie Bush and jumps into a bush, you just die laughing. That's just yeah, you know I mean hell yeah. I remember that shit. That's just running around having nothing to do, just doing dumb ass shit.
0: I remember coming home late as fuck from the mall, just being drunk as fuck, and just fucking running into the bushes like fucking. <laughs>
1: you wake up next day, I'll cuts cut up, and shit all
0: been... over your arms from running into the bush, looking like an asshole.
1: Mm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, many. Wake up of... the next day in pain and shit, but yeah. I guess that's the fun
0: of it. I remember one time we were down at the mall, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, there's a party over here." I don't, I honestly don't think it was with me, Chubb And uh, we went to go down that way, and I went to go jump the the guardrail to go across the street, like where the uh where they clean the cars at and shit. Right. I fucking smacked my leg so hard that I sprained it. Oh, and that was, shit. like, the first time I was ever on crutches. Damn, so man. with me saying that, have you ever, like, had anything on the longer lines of ha- having, having to have surgery oh, okay. or crutches, casts, anything you ever hurt yourself? Yeah, I've
1: had a pretty bad concussion before. And at the same time, I've ripped all the skin on my pointer finger back. Like, it peeled like it was a carrot or something that was bad. But that was young. I hit, like, a ramp, and I didn't have the front tire, like, bolts tight on it. So when I hit the ramp, the tire flew off, and my forks, like, hit the ground. I smacked the ground hard as shit. But, uh, I mean, I've had plenty of fair share of the stitches and shit. Who hasn't? You know what I mean?
0: To be honest, I've never had stitches. Really? Always been afraid. Damn.
1: Nah, it ain't that bad, bro. I took most of the stitches I had out by myself. So... But what I am thinking at East Point though, hanging at the mall and shit, the coolest thing that that's ever happened to me at East Point was running in the young moose there.
0: Yeah. same
1: at the subway. We was both getting us up.
0: That All right, so good. so since we listened You have
1: well no, hold on. Have you ever met anybody famous around here?
0: Like Baltimore.
1: I mean not like super famous. I mean Baltimore base. I mean Baltimore base or not. I know you met Batista a long time ago when you was young.
0: I've I've met a lot of people to be honest yeah, with my you're... uncle working at sonar like well, i yeah, said I in the last that. podcast yeah, definitely but... but um like baltimore based, nobody really besides um ruthless rob yeah, you know yeah. what i mean i speak on him already so to be honest like no I've oh, yeah. batista right
1: well i mean that's cool i mean you met jacoby Shaddix before right uh papa
0: roach, papa roach yeah, yeah i met papa roach uh D12, yeah, we got to be. we
1: meet. all met D12, everybody by Eminem. But, I mean, I've met uh, Brandon Novak actually at my job.
0: Oh, yeah, well, okay. I'm not even trying to down the guy because I, I applaud his success oh, in life man. and being yeah, sober. definitely
1: shout out to him. He, I mean, he's turned everything complete 180. He's doing great for himself. But
0: if, that. if we're going to be 100% honest and – Really keep it raw for these people that are listening in. I can tell you a time about Brandon Novak. All right. So I remember one time, my aunt had to go to Drug City. You know, that was like a place where you could get your prescriptions. Hey, if you're
1: from around here, know Drug City. They sound- you
0: could get your prescriptions, get alcohol. It was like a convenience store. You could get a little bit of everything in there. And I seen this guy and he was, like, going car to car, like, and I thought he was, like, fucking trying to break into cars and shit, so this guy finally comes up, and I roll down the window, like, the fuck's up, and, uh, he's, like, hey, man, if you go in, and I'll give you the money, if you go in and get my prescription, I'll give you some Percocets, too, and I'm just, like, Man, get out of here. And then after that, like, it dawned on me, I was thinking. It's like, but I've seen was, that guy yeah. before. Yeah. Fucking Viva La Bam. Like, but like I said, I uh, I applaud his fucking success in life and getting sober and yep. doing his thing. He's a cool dude. He was a g- great skater. I don't know if he's still skating, but he was always a good I skater.
1: Mean, he's before my time, but I've met people who said they partied when I hung out with him back in the
0: All right, so day. speaking on great sports. Skaters, I will say where I grew up at, the neighborhood that I grew up at, if you know anything about Birdhouse, early skateboarding, you know, Tony Hawk's label that he created and started from the ground up, Bucky Lasek. Yeah, he's from Great around. Skater. Yeah. Comes from Armstead Gardens where right. I grew up at. And uh I can remember many a times ago and, and uh, seeing him at the do tour and he always like I mean, he's always a great skater. Don't get me wrong. Like throughout the whole tour season and everything, but like when he comes to Baltimore, he's just like so much more amped up, and he always fucking wins course, it for the anybody night. From you the know what I mean?
1: Would be pumped. You know what I mean to perform there because I'm pretty sure that he ain't around this part of town anymore. All
0: right, so I'm I'm gonna get into some shit that I that I remember of you, but I want people to know a little bit on it. So you used to be you used to skateboard with me but you were more of a BMxer
1: yeah definitely I was tell me some skateboard.
0: of your tell me your top three favorite bikes and I'm pretty sure I know one of them it's Companies? a heavier one yeah. My favorite
1: bike company yes okay well favorite bike would probably be the dimeback joker that's the one you were probably just informant that's probably my favorite one. It looks so heavy, but it's so light. You know what I mean? But no, this...
0: actually, it's not. The one that I was thinking of is a heavier bike company it starts with an H. I don't want to say. Yes, yes.
1: But honestly, my my favorite bike manufacturer would probably S and M. But I mean, I, there's too many to name really, and there's different styles of bikes. You know, race bikes.
0: If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there one called a Black Eye?
1: Yeah, but that, that's, a, like, a cheapo bike from a magazine, pretty much. Kind of like how CCS would sell skateboard decks. There was a magazine called Dan's Comp, and that's where everybody would go get their BMX shit.
0: All right, so with you doing that and BMX, and then you talked about, you know, riding bikes and getting hurt. Like, what, what was your first... BMX bike that was expensive that you got your hands on because I know okay. back in the day you would go get bikes, swap, swap had, them out, swap them out, swap them out. I mean,
1: anything bought from your brand new anyway coming up. And I traded and, you know, whatever I did to get bikes back then. But my first actual bike was a, a GT frame, and it was like an older one. It wasn't nothing modern, you know what I mean? But I, I put a three-piece crank on it, stuff like that, you know, and that's what held me over. For a long time. So See, I was more
0: stole. of a skater, but when I was younger, my stepfather did get me a Dino, I believe it's called, yeah. and it had like this glitter blue, but it was like a like a darker blue, and it was like a really fucking dope bike. Somebody in the neighborhood stole it from me, but I had it for like probably 5 years before it got stolen, shit. But that was probably the most expensive bike I had. It was easily like 600. And for me, spending 600 on a bike, that's pretty expensive.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. I've had my fair share of bikes stolen. You know what I mean?
0: What what was the most expensive bike that you have had stolen from you?
1: Uh, I want to say it was a, a sub Rosa frame, and it, it was all decked out. It was probably worth, I don't know, it wasn't too expensive. Maybe six. Maybe worth about 600 bucks, And it yeah. got stolen.
0: To me, six hundred on especially had. just on a frame. That's no wheels, no fork, no nothing. That's just well, well, well the fork. Well, yeah, I mean, well no, no the w- frame
1: itself is probably four hundred. But by the time you deck it out, yeah, I mean what you
0: want on it. Everything complete, putting it up.
1: Oh, dude, I mean, just the hubs are fucking like eighty bucks each.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's that, for that that turns spokes. out to be an expensive yeah, bike. Yeah, definitely, no doubt. But speaking on that, we said you know talked about it a little bit about how we both kind of skateboarded but you more gravitated towards, towards
1: biking. Yeah, I was always better. So,
0: tell everybody about CCS.
1: Oh man, CCS was the I mean, if you were a skater, that's where you got everything from. Your decks, your apparel, I mean, everything, odds and ends.
0: But coming up me dude, and me and up, Chubbs were always fucking lazy. lazy.
1: was on point with that fucking shit. We're and
0: just... and my grandma was a kind soul. She knew, you know, Chubb was a good kid coming up and you know he had a you know he had a tough life so everything that I got off of CCS was doubled if I got a pair of crew pants I got two of them if I got yep. the crew shirt or I got, got two a pair of
1: them $80 shoes, it was two yeah pairs
0: two $80 of them shoes. you know what I mean me me and Chubbs like we was like legit like looking like twins we put up in the same outfit same shirt same pants everything you know what I mean we was hell yeah those were the days man all right so CCS what was your favorite piece of apparel that you got from there. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's yeah, a lot of, like, shit we could really speak on. Like, I would this isn't say, gonna make it, but just that blue shirt with the skull on it. That yeah, was a that great was a, one. It was a crew shirt. Yeah, a crew shirt.
1: Yeah, and then at the same time that we got that, we got a uh, zip-up hoodie zipped all the way up. Zip, zip crew up hoodies, hoodies.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, I remember you had the book bag. You had the hat. I mean, you had the whole outfit. I mean, you had every pair of pants on every page of the book
0: yeah i would say for me my favorite crew i mean not crew my favorite ccs any type of thing that i bought from there would have to be a shirt and it's skate mafia it's a skate mafia shirt and it's freddy cougar and he's fucking he's smoking a backwoods yeah i remember that and like to me that was fucking awesome and it was crazy because that's when i first started smoking Well, probably a little bit after I first started smoking, but my grandma was the one that was buying Buying the shit, and she seen it, and I was like, oh, she ain't going to go for that, but sure enough, she fucking bought it, (laughs) and I still have that shirt to this day, and it's been how many years? Right. Years, bro. Yeah, definitely, dude. Over, probably close to five, if not. Oh, more now. It's been years. Yeah.
1: Shit. Damn,
0: Good memories, good times.
1: Huh.
0: What's one more thing that you did as a hobby?
1: I mean, I've had plenty of hobbies. Uh, I collected model cars for a while. Got into that. I've got into go but that shit gets expensive.
0: Explain I mean, to people. What, explain to people. i I've, I've fucked with RC cars at one point. And you know this. I've had a good bit of RC cars. Hey, well, that. not just me, but my. My stepfather and my, well, actually my father, but my father's buddy was actually, he raced them and, you know, he won cars So, you know, we'd get, we'd get top of the line. I can't remember exactly names on shit, but I know you remember that, that one gas one, not even my setup, that one black gas one that I had, that fucking shit had to have a wheelie bar because it shot off so fast that if not, it flipped on its back as soon as it took off. What would you say your best setup on an RC car was?
1: Hmm. That's hard to say, really. I don't know. I'd probably say a one eight scale Traxxas Slash.
0: Yeah, Traxxas is what I tend to go to because it's what I know.
1: Right. I mean, that's what most people go to. But I remember your setup, you had the team associated 18t uh, little yeah. tiny car that was scale, more of
0: was. A, a carpet track car yeah definitely. but you could well, take you got
1: it out phone tires on it shit
0: well you you can but you can get the tires that have the ground traction actually
1: I just had one of them not too long ago uh probably like six months ago I sold at the flea market
0: so like I said earlier my stepfather his buddy raced him so I got him to redo my car everything brushless. I had all the parts for it and everything. Right, probably like probably
1: VSE, all that shit. Probably
0: over two hundred dollars in parts and putting in time just to do that. But to be honest, he hooked me up because he has the love for it. You know what I mean. I only ended up paying maybe eighty. Yeah, definitely. But before we get out of here, explain to everybody what a GoPad is, because to me. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't know what a GoPad is. All
1: right, well, a GoPad is pretty much just a, a little motor scooter that's made in the U.S. It's not like a cheap Chinese motor scooter. It's well-built, you know what I mean, in the U.S., and they're actually really pricey, and they date back to, like, I don't know, I guess the 80s. They've been around for a long time, and they're, they're just really cool to collect and modify and Ride too. They're really fun to ride. I'm, yeah, for somebody. I hate to toot my horn, but for a heavy dude, I'm over two, 220, you know what I mean? And I can get them fuckers ripping you like 40 mile an hour with me on
0: it. So, for people that don't know what we're talking about, it's basically like a scooter.
1: Yeah, a stand up scooter. It's pretty much like a. a you know what I mean? Like a razor scooter with a motor on it, pretty much. With if, a motor. If, yeah, if you don't know what it is, Google it. You'll see it. Because,
0: like I said, you know what I mean? I don't know many people that do know what a gopad is right
1: well a lot of people just say motor scooter but when they say that it's like a cheap chinese yeah you know i mean off-brand motor scooter this is like a name brand you know what i mean so but uh yeah i guess that's pretty much it for this one guys we're about to wrap this one up but i mean this is just us talking doing whatever whether you're listening or not if you're still here thanks for listening all the way to the end and we appreciate you once again we're going to shout out to Anchor because we're just having fun doing our thing and enjoying each other. I'm going to send it off to Wild Out Bleezy, and he's going to close it out for you.
0: Yeah, so like Chubb said, we're just shooting the shit. We kind of want to give you a feel for you know who we are and where our minds are at. And we've been having fun putting that out there for you guys. And uh, Just keep doing what we're doing, and we appreciate you guys coming in and listening to the podcast. Once again, shout out the Anchor, and we appreciate you guys. We are about to leave out of the loony bin, so stay tuned and hop into the next episode where we will be shooting our shit.